Welcome to Club Shutter episode uh, 332 or something like that. I hope everybody's doing great. I don't know why I'm not hearing myself as good as usually. I mean, it's just the music that is not that loud. Let me see. All right, good for me. I hope everybody. <laughs> I hope everybody's doing great. I hope it is 11.38 here in Lisbon, Portugal. Let me know what time it is for you. Uh, uh, put the flag of where you are watching from and what time it is in the city where you're watching from. Put the city. As always, uh, this show is brought to you by Shadowware.com, the gods of good fortune. It is uh, with pleasure that I... Uh, introduce you to the stream royalty uh, Anan with $21 donation she's the stream royalty for the month of October and of course all the sponsors you can always do a donation via the super chat on YouTube <sighs> Saul Apont what up let's go up royal I'm telling you I'm telling you it's exciting boy night uh, Mr. Ramos, Natal, what up? How you doing, my brother? 
you good i'm good it is 3 40 p.m in vancouver canada lovely i still day for you it's night here so for a lot of people when the the, the drop started it was it was uh 8 p.m or something like that for me it was already 2 p.m Nathaniel is joining us from Paris, France, where it is midnight. No, yeah, it's midnight and midnight and 40. Um, I hope you're doing good. So, I have a few things I want to talk to you about tonight. Uh, we're gonna talk about, of course, my new NFT drop and what I think about uh dropping uh at this particular time. Uh another thing I want to talk to you about after that is gonna be uh virtual reality probably and maybe listen maybe i'll talk about jada again but maybe maybe because i'm i'm kind of tired of this whole thing yo are you better than good that's what i like to hear what up dahlia from niagara falls 6 40 p.m in canada emery agnon 6 40 p.m in montreal canada so, so everybody's in canada i guess you guys you guys you guys you guys listen so um so some of you are here for the usual you know usual shattering things some of you want to hear about the the drop so listen Saul upon if you have any questions about uh, NFTs, uh, about the, the new collection, make sure you ask them here because I have all the answers. All of them. Urban Sweet Spot, what up? 6.41 p.m. in New York City. What's good? I love this. I love your, your icon, your profile picture. It's nice looking good. Some people have ugly profile pictures. I don't tell it to them because who am I to judge other people's profile picture? But yo, some of them, some people have ugly profile pictures. You have a good one. Anyway, look at my, look at mine, look at mine. Look at this. Look at all this sexiness. You see, that's what I meant. All right. Um, so first thing first, um, how was my uh, beginning of the week? It was good. Came back from Brussels. Uh, I was not live Sunday because I just came back from Brussels. Um, and I came back late and I was super tired because I party like crazy in Brussels. Uh, after a show, uh, after the show, usually I go to the hotel to count my money and sleep. This time... I was paid way before the show, so I didn't have nothing to do. I just, listen, we just went to an after party and we came back probably at 8 something a.m. Uh, to the hotel. And after that, I was just tired. <laughs> all I wanted to do was sleep. <laughs> That's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to sleep. Uh, then the next day, I... 
I, I just woke up around four to go to the Apple store and buy uh, my, my, my wife uh, the brand new iPhone 15 in pink uh, as, a, as a gift for a nine years anniversary. Uh, what else? Then I came back here. I really was tired. I, like when I landed, I was like, I was in, uh, listen, I was on my sofa vegetating the whole day. And then when it was time for the live, I, I just didn't have any energy. So I was like, I'll, I'll see them Wednesday. I actually wanted to go live Monday. Did I? No, I didn't. Yeah. Then I was like, eh, I'll see them when I see them. 11.43 in Leeds, UK. What up, Michelle Rosamonte? I hope you're doing good. All right. So, uh, subject of the day, uh, I've launched a new NFT collection called Ape Royal. So it is actually currently live on crypto.com. Uh, why is this guy calling me at this time? What's wrong with this guy? Sorry, give me a second. What's wrong with you? Yes, uh, this is a uh, body sadva calling us. I'm live on YouTube. <laughs> Where are you at? I'm in Amsterdam. Lovely. Yeah, yeah, about to about to go DJ in about two hours, three are you, hours actually. Are you performing? Nice. I'm telling you, man. Go make that money. Yep. Yep. Then flying back directly in the morning. Back to Lisbon. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's the yeah, way we like I it. Yeah, because I got a flight to Central Africa until we can Friday, so, you know. Sing, take the money, and run. That's the way we do it. Bro, you know, anybody's like, where you at? Where? Bro, I'm out already. Come on, man. You can't just be... <laughs> yep. Yeah, why don't you come to the city? Because I'm not a tourist. <laughs> I came to grab. <laughs> I came to, to work. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. You know? And plus, because, you know, usually when you stay, they don't even like, you know, I'm busy. Oh, I'm, come on. Fuck, I'm out of here, man. Yeah. See you next time. When I was in Brussels, oh, actually. When I was in Brussels, mm. I just... Uh, I, I didn't even meet people. I was just with my cousins that's it like because that's one day you cannot choose all the people you're like ah listen i'll see y'all next yeah, time it's not easy, man. find me in lisbon it's not easy at all. yeah yeah it's not easy at all it's uh <laughs> you, you got a lot going on you know you're traveling people imagine that yeah you know you have time on your hand i wish <laughs> i wish <laughs> what up sabrina zik love I'm trying to talk about serious thing. I'm here to talk about NFTs and you here talking. <laughs> Rampage. 
<laughs> like Dalia, that. I will explain everything to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me let you do your thing, man. Just wanted to congratulate you on the on the drop. Thanks a lot. Thanks uh, a lot. Okay, we already sold four hundred of them. Six, four thousand six hundred to go. <laughs> wow, beautiful, beautiful. I'm gonna be posting as well. Yeah. All right. Sure. Have a you good show. Jumper, what time are you performing? Uh, from three thirty, uh, I think three thirty to five a.m. Oh, okay. Closing. Okay, mm -hmm. so you ah, you're gonna be awake when I'm done with the show. I'll call you. Yeah, yeah, well, well. alright. Check it with that. Alright, have a great all right, show. Ciao, ciao. Bless. All right. Bless. 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 So Dahlia is here for Jada and Will to understand what happened. I'll, I will explain everything to you. Trust me. So listen, uh, as I was telling you, uh, I released, I mean, we dropped with Crypto.com brand new uh, NFT collection called Ape Royal. And um, so it's an NFT collection. Um, People still, it's interesting now they changed. I remember when NFT's collection used to sell out in 30 minutes and now they give you like five days to buy them. Listen, we put it at a very nice price, $29, already 400 sold. You still have a 4,600. So we're going to see, um, we're going to see, uh, yeah, listen, how many we sell. That's interesting. Uh, people are loving the art. Let me reload this to see how much money we made already. Yeah, 10K. Look at this. All right, 10K made. Let's go. Um, so the collection is, um, it's a collection of animated monkeys the so i never did animated uh nfts and I mean, listen never did animation at all it was my first time trying uh so it's a collection of uh 5000 uh, nfts uh and the limit i put to myself was only three colors so uh these are all the ones that have already been minted which in in nft lingo mean sold so people come they pay 29 dollars and now they own them and then they can they can buy them uh and then resell them uh, for the price they want so you see some people are reselling them for 2005 140 and then the market just create itself um it's interesting that there's already a ranking when the whole collection is not finished, but hey. So yeah, there's how many, how many already? 90? Oh, interesting. There's more than that normally. 
This one is only showing 90. Hey, who knows? I don't know. I have no clue. Recently listed. Ah, newest. There you go. 333. Okay. Now we're talking. So is the rarest since still the same one? Hmm, interesting. Come on to rare. Let me see. Oh, I think the the ranks are going to update themselves. They are not like the anyway. Yeah. So bunch of animated NFTs um, and uh, oh, I love this one. Look at this one. How cool it is. Who owns this? Christopher Ank. Just bought it. Yeah. I love the way how chaotic they are. So I want to talk about uh, the NFT market in general, even if we're talking about uh, these collections. This collection. So uh, uh, a few a few things uh, that to know about this collection. So first of all, uh, it's a collection of five thousand NFTs, uh, PFP collection, uh, in collaboration with Crypto.com. Uh, as always, they are the ones that I do my drops with. Um, so five thousand, also for twenty nine dollar a piece. Uh, so far, it's going great. Uh, you know, selling them slowly. Uh, I think I receive an email every five minutes with sales. Did I receive one? Yeah, I just received another three. Um, so they are just going at their pace. I don't know if I will sell all uh, 5,000 or if it's just going to be uh, 1,000, 300, 500. Who knows? Uh, I'm still having fun anyway. And, you know, the, the thing is this, like, I already made like 10K in a day. I, I, I can't complain. Uh, in, as an artist, the, that's to me the beauty of it is is to know that some people are here supporting my art, and I know this is the bear market. Like, uh, but let me explain to you everything about the this collection, and then after that, uh, I will talk more about the NFT in general. So, um, um, other than the fact that it's uh, five thousand of them uh, in two weeks. Everybody who bought one is going to receive 10,000. It's going to be divided between the people who bought some of those. So for now, it's uh, how many people bought them for now? 177 people. So for now, the 177 people who bought the, the first 400, uh, I'm going to divide uh, 10,000 of another collection between all these people and the collection is called the cool cats and those ones they will get it for free and in another two months they will receive another ten thousand boom from with everybody who owns my nft and in another two months another ten thousand that's that's my mo that's what i do i just offer a lot of nfts and from time to time i repay myself by doing a drop and as long as I make around 
10, 20,000, I'm happy. Listen, if we sell all 5,000, I'll be even happier because yeah, that's 150. But even like that, I'm good. Um, what else? Shadowware, my company, is also offering, uh, I think, 50, 25 hoodies and 25 April t-shirts. Uh, it's going to be randomly selected uh, in two weeks, I believe. The winners will receive an email and a code. And when they receive that code, they will just contact me and they can redeem their uh, t-shirts. So that's beautiful. Um, something I find interesting about the NFT market is that I really started doing the collections and this is my first collection, but we are really in what we call the bear market, which means that everything has crashed. Um, so to answer your, your question, Nathaniel, why are NFT prices crashing? Um, I believe that there was a lot of hype. Uh, the hype was crazy back in um, six, six, eight months ago. And um, it was everybody was coming out of the pandemic. Everybody had a lot of money sitting in their hands because they were doing nothing, especially in the US. People had money. Uh, the the government, the, the US government was giving away money to people to stay home because they couldn't work. And uh, what a lot of people did with their money, they invested it in stock options and crypto. And because they invested in crypto, all the prices went up and the prices of the Bitcoin went up. And when the prices of the Bitcoin went goes up, the prices of the altcoin uh, after that go, go up. So the altcoins is the rest of the other cryptocurrencies. And a lot of that money uh, ended up in um, in NFT in the NFT space, and soon as one or two artists or a few collection made millions, then there was this hype, and everybody wanted to be part of the thing, and so it just went to crazy numbers, and then uh, as something that happens a lot of time in crypto every few years for those who've been in crypto for the last 12 years there's always like an event that happens that make the whole market crash uh i remember back in 2013 i think i don't remember it was the mongox so it was a guy so it was really like the market was a, way smaller and uh, people were buying a lot of bitcoins i think bitcoins were like one dollar for a bitcoin and then it was going up and up and up. And then there was this exchange where everybody was putting their money and to store their Bitcoin. And I believe that the guy who owned the whole the exchange just disappeared with all the money. And this made the market crash completely because people lost all their confidence in uh, the market. Then you wait a few years and then the hype the hype comes back so that what happened uh it already happened a few times like this you, you know that's markets market they go up they crash there's excitation excitation goes back down 
it's the same thing for the, the stock market it's just the crypto market the nft market is more it's it's very it's a young market so you know sometimes everybody want to be part of everybody want to be part of a of a of a market because everybody think they're gonna get rich quick and then uh at the same time they build the hype but at the same time a lot of those people are not i mean i'm not gonna say they're not here for the right reason because everybody goes somewhere for their own reason but uh there was really a point where everybody thought that investing in crypto would make them rich because there was a lot of amazing stories of people who got rich oh listen i bought bitcoins at 500 and when i sold them no no listen look at the story yeah it's a it's a bubble uh Nathaniel. that's exactly that <laughs> and the bubble has burst and now we're going back to a normal market i would say and and uh you have to be here for both of them because when the market is down is the moment when you have to invest when everybody is like oh shit, it's it's over that's when you have to put your money in and then you just wait so i remember uh buying one thousand dollar of not even one thousand dollar i think about 200 euros of tesla then tes tesla went up uh up to a thousand something so my $200 were worth, I think 2,000. I took the 2,000, took some profit, kept at 1,000 and something, bought some NEO at, I don't remember, like $4 or $10, don't remember. Then NEO went up, my, my, my money now was worth, I think 40,000. I took the 40,000, I took 4,000 of profit, I bought a bag to my wife. I bought a phone or something like that for myself or a computer. I don't remember what I bought. Then I took the 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 the, the ten thousand that I had, and I bought Ethereum and Bitcoin. Then the market went up. Uh, I bought Bitcoin at five hundred, and I sold around I don't remember forty thousand. I don't remember when it went up, up, up. So, and my Ethereum, I think I probably kept it. Oh no, my Ethereum, I bought Ethereum at $80. And when Ethereum went to 3000, I sold everything and I bought like a bunch of XRP, uh, a bunch of XRP at 20 cents. I just bought like, I don't, I don't remember, like $10,000 or something like that. And I just kept it there. It's still there. It's waiting somewhere for this thing to blow up one day, maybe. Uh, in terms of investing, you have two types of people you have uh very patient people very uh i would say methodic people who just wait and when it's time what why people are calling me let me let me answer this ma soeur je suis live sur youtube je te rappelle dans mm. 40 minutes. Si tu ne dors pas. 40 minutes. Non, si je dors pas. C'est ouais, vrai, c'est pas une heure pour appeler les femmes mariées. Mais bon. <rire> J'envoie un message pour savoir si tu dors. 
D'accord, ça va, fais-moi aussi. Nous avons des choses à nous dire. Ouais, c'est très grave. Oh, shit À tout à l'heure. À toutes. Ciao. Yeah, so I was saying. I was saying. You have a lot of types of investors, right? You have the people who are like me. First of all, the money that I invest is not money that I need. I would invest, for example, the first NFT drop that I did a few years ago with Crypto.com. I made, uh, I think of my profit was something like, I don't even remember. I don't remember, uh, but I invested, uh, I invested in the crypto.com platform. I probably invested around $50,000 in Crow. And I'll end a few of the Kronos ecosystem cryptocurrencies. And that was just before the market crashed. And that money, I probably lost 20,000, but everything I bought, I just left it there because it was not money that I needed. Um, I also bought a little bit of, a little bit more XRP probably. And uh, I just invested here and there in different coins, some Ethereum, some this, some that. And I also invested in the NFT market. I bought myself some art to support artists that I liked their work. Uh, And when I buy art, I don't buy art to sell it. I buy art to keep it because I like what some somebody has done and I want to support them. So that's what I did. Um, and uh, everything else, yeah, I went to Prada. I bought a bag for my wife, uh, bought myself a, a new Mac. Uh, yeah, I invested in my work. Um, and then the rest of the money that I've been doing with the NFT, um, yeah, just keep, I just keep it there. And whenever I need, or, you know, when I just moved to the new house, there was a lot of expenses and that money was handy. So, but the money I invest, I tend to keep it invested for a long time. I'm a long-term investor. I, every, everything I invested in a stock option, uh, in since the pandemic i i almost sold not sold nothing some things i took some profit or some uh i need i needed money to do something specific so i bought i sold some of it i sold my apple stock for example and now i'm buying everything back slowly so but i'm a I have a rule when it comes to investing in anything is don't be emotional. Don't, don't think you have to buy because it's going up and don't think you have to sell quick because it's going down. To me, if the price is here and I arrive and the price is there already, I'm like, ah, it's too late. All right, I missed the train. Now, if the price is here already and you buy, it might go up, but it might go down. And most people are very emotional. Most people, they're gonna buy because they see 
that the price is going up and they want to be part of the whole the, the whole action they want to make money and they're going to buy here and the people who bought here they wait for you to buy here and then they sell and the price go down and you here you've been fucked here you made money uh i'd rather be here so but from being in in bitcoin uh back in 2012 uh i mean reading about it understanding about it but not investing uh made me really understand look you had this thing that cost 10 cents like if you had a thousand euros invested in bitcoins 12 years ago you would be a multi 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 hundreds of millionaires right now and i've seen it go from zero to 300 then back to 10 then back to five and then go like i've seen the whole speculation the whole thing and and i was saying to myself wow damn i didn't invest at that time and that's what i'm doing with a few of these coins that i i believe in and i say to myself listen if I buy some Crow or if I buy some XRP today, while they are worth worth um, worth um, 0.50, who knows in five years? Who knows in 10 years? Maybe it will be worth nothing. Or maybe it will be worth 20, 30, 100, 1,000, who knows? Listen, uh, let's say Crow arrives at, arrives at, I don't know, listen, 250, like BNB. I can retire. I'm a multi, multi-millionaire because I have a ton of it. And if he doesn't, I don't care because I invested NFT money. I made some art, people bought it. I took that money that I just made. It was not money that I needed to pay my rent. And I put it back in, in an investment for long term. A lot of people are not like me. They are emotional investors. They, let's say, um, they have a 300 in their bank account. They take 200 that they need to pay their rent or something. And somebody tells them, hey, if you buy this, you're gonna make out ah, because such and such made that money. So they're gonna invest in an NFT or in a cryptocurrency or in stock option or or in a friend that is opening a bakery or in an, a, I don't know, something, anything. And then if the prices, let's say the price go up and their money is like, goes from 200 to 250, now they're gonna they're gonna be excited so happy and then for whatever reason the prices go back down uh yeah something a news anything happens things go back down to uh i don't know let's say they're the 200 they had went to 250 and now it's only worth 170 they will panic and they will panic and because they're scared that it goes down even more they will sell and lose money right because if you have for 200 you can buy a hundred something 
let's say you can buy 100 shatter coins for 200. Now you have 100 shatter coins. If the price of the shatter coins go up and nice worth 250, you can be excited because you are you have you are in a profit zone. But you still have 100 shatter coins as long as once you sell them at 250, you made money. But if they go down to 170, yeah, you can feel like you're losing money, but you still have 100 shatter coins. They just are worth a little less. But if you sell them now, you lose money. If you don't sell them, maybe they will go back up. And me, that's the way I see it. I've seen these markets go up and down for a long time now. And I'm like, eh, when it's up, it's up. When it's down, it's down. Like, I don't care. I'll make money somewhere else. But a lot of people that are very emo emotive, emotional about the markets are the one that can be manipulated easily because they really like get stressed and they cannot sleep over these things. When me, I don't stress at all. I'm like, hey, listen, if I win, I win. If I don't, I don't. Uh, I, I always invest my money in anything thinking in my head that it's money that I can lose and I can afford to lose it. Uh, when Bitcoin was at 500, before it went up to 60,000, I could invest 3,000 or I could invest 500. Because it was the end of the pandemic, I was about to get paid in four days uh, royalties, but I was not sure. And I said to myself, nah, I'm going to keep the money I have here because I don't know. I only invested 500. I still made a ton of money, but I like to be conservative. I could have invested everything I had in my bank account and make a lot of money or lose everything. I prefer not risking. Some people, they love the game. They are like my dad loves the casino. My, my dad would probably have invested everything. He's rich. Listen, I'm not rich. So I'm like, let me be conservative. Uh, and this is how I believe what made the market crash for everything, crypto, NFT, etc., is the whole SBF thing. This goofy dude with his clown looking girlfriend that just destroyed the market with all their, their scamming. Because listen, anywhere there's money, there's scammers and the cryptocurrency world sadly is full of scammers not because of cryptocurrency it's just because there's a lot of money in there and there's a lot of money who are dreaming to become rich and that are ready to invest in anything that they think is going to pump and that's the market for you and in the beginning the dream was that independent artists don't have to to look for the uh, the person that curates a gallery so they can be heard or seen which is the struggle of the artist a few of them will make it and everybody else is waiting and the nft uh the smart contract platforms like OpenSea, foundation crypto.com nft Coinbase uh, NFT, etc., etc. All these platforms gave the possibility to artists to be able to create art and all types of art, generative art, 
paintings, digital paintings, 3D, etc. And be able to sell it to collectors, people who love art and who love art digitally. And in the beginning, there was this excitation between real art collectors in the digital world and artists. And then some people became millionaire. And once some people become millionaire, a lot of people are like, money. And then you have tons and tons of artists, people with projects, PFPs, collections, uh, and people trying to buy something quick to sell it quick either, uh, again, which I have nothing against. But all this made a vibrant market as long as there was the hype. But when the FBF, SF, what's his name? SBF scandal um, started, uh, this ruined the, 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 the trust in the cryptocurrency market and everything went down. And uh, then the SEC start cracking down on American companies and cryptos. So this made the whole fear index go up and everybody is scared of, of crypto. So we call this the winter. It's the bear market. And it can last as long as it can last. And then for some reason, something's going to happen and somebody's going to sell an NFT for a million. And all of a sudden, everything will go back up because that's markets and then the bubble will the, there's going to be a new bubble um and uh personally yeah listen i wish i released that collection uh a year ago or a year and a half ago when everybody was so excited about crypto that they would spend 250 and all these 5,000 pieces would have gone in a second. And I would be a millionaire in a second. But at that time, I really didn't realize how to use it. I even didn't even think about it like, hey, should I, how do I do a collection? So uh, right now, I'm more in investment mode. I'm putting art in there. And then I'm letting the art sit in the hands of collectors a lot of people are abandoning uh, the market and a lot of people will return to the market when it goes back up and uh i see it the same way i see music the same way i see my stock option is like let me just put all minds look to give you an example in music my song something going on was recorded in 2006 or 2005 released in 2006 and it is blowing up now in 2023 it's generating a ton of money in 2023 so i invested in that song in that creation in that musical asset 16 years ago and it's paying my rent today that's exactly what I'm doing with NFTs. That's exactly what I'm doing with music. That's exactly what I'm doing with my stock. You just invest on the long term 
and then you try to be strategic and then then you let the market decide if the market never goes back up hey at least it was fun if the market goes up and you have dropped 10 collections of 10,000 so you have a hundred thousand nfts in the market in the hands of people if the market goes up the people who were selling your art for uh ten ten dollar and you were making one dollar every time they were doing it maybe they start selling it for 200 and if you have a hundred thousand artworks that are being sold for a volume of let's say i don't know let's let's just say fifty thousand every day that is being exchanged between people you make five thousand every day it's a simple simple strategies that i am known for that's that's how i do in music that's how i do with everything else you just invest you put all your minds and you just wait for them to explode um and uh and at the same time again I'm a creator, so I love to create. I love to have fun. That's why I'm doing this collection. And listen, if you want to play, I believe that $29 for an NFT is not a lot of money. So it's not a lot of risk. Back then, people were, were selling them at $250 a piece. So listen, that's why that's why I'm I'm putting them at that price. $29 is cool. Like, you know. And then uh yeah. After that, you let the market decide. <sighs> let me see what you're saying, because I'm here ignoring you guys. Sorry. Soul is saying it's just the beginning. Salute. I do agree. It is. Uh, Luis Moreira. What up? How you doing, brother? Are you here for just? <laughs> let's pray for them drill camp is gonna pray for them what up drill camp how you doing oh meu mano elvio então quando vamos fazer uma música junto fogo dj sonhador what up uh, so all you guys show up when I'm when I'm late at night, huh? When I'm early, you don't like it. Sheh. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, see comments. So I have to pray every day for the market. You have to pray for the market. You have to pray for Jada and Will. And you have to pray for the market. Yes. Listen. Yes. I mean, you don't have to pray. You just forget about it. Don't stress about it. That's what I do. I personally, I don't stress. Like, I have 5,000 NFTs to sell, right? Um, let me see. And I sold around 400. Yep, I sold another five. Good. So I've sold, yeah, more or less 400. So 
400 times 29, uh, it's already $11,600 generated. That's a good. Now, if I sold 5,000, that would be 145. But listen, if I if we just stay like this, it's good. I uh, we still have four days of selling, promoting, so we'll see how it goes. But uh, I don't stress about it. I you know I'm I'm a, I'm I'm watching the market. I'm seeing I'm I'm seeing all the sales that are being done, which is cool. Uh, I'm thanking people when they buy. Um, and I know the market is, 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 is fucked up. So I'm not trying to, I know that, uh, yeah, if it was, I would, I would be s celebrating the sellout in, in 20 minutes back in, back a, a year and a half ago. But that was when everybody was so excited to, to buy NFTs. But then there was way too many NFTs, way too many collection, way too much people trying to, to make you buy something, which is when the market becomes crazy. And when the market is crazy, yeah, listen, if you have something to sell, good. I sold a lot of things, but uh, I kind of like it like this when you can build. I mean, I like both. I wish I had a collection two years ago. I didn't. So what am I going to do about it? I'm not going to cry about it. I'm just going to... I don't stress about those things. Listen, the money is, is, is here to be made, not to be lost, not to be... Uh, I'm not here to speculate. I'm here to invest. Some people, they love to speculate, and I don't have nothing against that. Some people, they're here to buy and sell quick. I don't have nothing to against that either personally usually when i buy art is to keep it but hey sometimes i bought some nfts for price let's say i buy something for 50 and somebody's like yo i want to buy it for 100 i'm like ah, all right take it and some others i was like no i'm not selling it because i like it, it just enjoy oh la jujuzan what's Goody, welcome back to Club Shadow. We've been missing you. <laughs> yeah, the Queen, the Queen Julie is here. All right. Oh, perfect. Julie is here. I'm sure. She, I'm sure she will. Hear, she's here to defend Jada. Um, listen. Don't forget to put some likes and some hearts and some one hundreds uh, to support this show. So. That's it for uh, the collection. Listen, if you want to, um, if you want to support, if you want to buy, even if you don't understand nothing about that and you just want to support, I'm just going to leave you the link uh, for the collection in the chat. So you can go and yeah, you can get you one just in case. You never know. Listen, you never know. You buy it at 29, maybe you can set it at 50 or set it at 200. Who knows? Uh, what else do I want to talk to you about? Oh, Lord. All right, listen. 
that is a good that that is a good that is a very good uh segue then i want to talk about reality <sighs> now i'm going to keep this for my next my next life i'm going to keep it for sunday i really want to talk i, will, I wanted to talk about uh virtual reality after a manga that i saw but i already did uh, almost an hour so i did i did and listen urban sweet spot is asking did you watch her podcast interviews i did and listen to me uh, i'm gonna tell you one thing i kind of understand her but listen i want everybody uh i want hey I want I want everybody to tell me in the chat. Are you team Will Smith or are you team Jada Jada Pinkett? Cuz it's, it's interesting how the more I revisit this the more I revisit this um these all these drama that people are making it to be uh, so that they can sell books personally the more I'm team none of the two but let me know in the chat if you are team J or team W I'm waiting uh oh what <laughs> what je ne défends plus du tout Jada elle va trop loin qu'elle patiente jusqu'à la fin de sa vie pour rejoindre l'amour de sa vie Tupac je veux bien récupérer Will Smith oh my god can you imagine Julie is not on Jada's team anymore? O-M-E-G. <laughs> Emery is saying I'm on team Tupac. You're so stupid. The memes are amazing. <laughs> uh, yep, he pretty much told his side two years ago when he did his book. That's true. But I'm gonna tell you one thing, Urban Street Spot. I believe that these people are making memoirs early. My dad wanna write his memoir. My dad is 79. That's the moment when you run you wanna write your memoirs. Not at 50. I don't you can write books and stuff, but memoirs like um Drill Camp is saying, I'm Team Will, but I'll pray for both because this woman is suffering. About what? I don't know yet. I'm going to tell you about what. Natalia um, is saying, is neither of the two. All right, so... Uh, I've watched, and let me send you the link. I'm gonna give you the link. Um, 
there it is so all right there's this guy and it's interesting how I'm going to put the link in the chat of a podcast that I saw this morning. Uh, it was an interview of uh, Jada Pinkett Smith on a Diary of a CEO podcast where um, watching this interview you know the problem with the internet right now and the media in general is that they don't want you to have your opinion people want to people want to force their opinion on you and people want to fight you if your opinion is not the same as theirs. And I believe that we are all entitled to our opinions. But I also believe that instead of wanting to know and wanting to be exasperated like everybody is, sometimes the best thing to do is to go and listen to the interview. And listen to the interview uh, with an open mind. And that's exactly what I did when I listened to the whole the whole uh, podcast of Diary of a CEO. And um, listen, she reminds me so much of my ex-girlfriend that and even like a few of my ex-girlfriends, but one in particular that I was like, I know exactly who I'm dealing with here. Yes, she has a book to sell. Yes, she's a narcissist. But at the same time, from what I hear her say, and it's not like if she's, oh, first of all, she doesn't care about nobody's opinion that's something that i i took from what she said but she reminds me of my ex in the way that this is somebody that has a hole in her heart and you can put whatever you want and i've been in this position where you can do whatever you are trying to make her happy and it doesn't work because it's a whole on appelle ça un trou sans fond in french it's a whole it's an infinite hole you can put all the love you want in there you can put xyz in there and you're not going to succeed and i believe that from the things she said the way she was raised and I believe that she's, I mean, and she believes it herself. She needs a lot of, I mean, and she's been in a lot of therapy. And I don't believe that she's a bad person. 
I just believe that she is a fierce woman that decided to put her career and her herself in following the wrong person because she really so I'm going to take her point of view she really believed that as she was lost as she she's been struggling with mental health issues and herself and her life and 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 being depressed everybody told her yeah what you need to be is with somebody that is uh well let, let me look at where we are in the chat so i don't have to go up forever all right uh yeah so i believe that she's been everybody has been telling her you need to have this stable life with somebody that is stable and when she met will smith who was this nice cool guy uh that everybody loved that was starting to go to a career she just probably felt good for a time and then but she already had that hole in her heart i believe that her soulmate and she says it her soulmate the the she was probably looking for a guy like tupac maybe not tupac itself himself but that kind of guy but at the same time everybody was telling her that's not the type of guy you need and then she went with it so she went to hollywood and will smith became that larger than life actor and she kind of uh yeah, became in the shadow. And there's probably a lot of resentment here where she really feels like she sacrificed the career that she believes that she could have had as an actress to let him do his dreams. And that now she feels like it's my turn. And where I disagree with her is that I personally, I'm a, the way I was educated is that, listen, some things are not for the public. Some things are personal and I don't believe that people need to know all that stuff. But some people, they really want to tell all. And she probably believes that she has the right to give talk about her story and be in the forefront and be herself and be herself with her flaws and and she believes that talking about it maybe helps her even if it's making everybody angry uh she does believe that she has the right to do it because yeah we're in this world now where everybody has to speak their truth and I don't know why everybody is angry at the fact that she still needs to cry when she talks about Tupac or she feels away and and I believe Will Smith was more was always more than a friend 
And you know, uh, there's something she said in that interview that really resonated with me and also with the, the guy who made the interview and did the podcast is the part when she talks about Will Smith giving her everything, the cars, the jewelry, money, uh, the biggest house, a family and, and Will thinking, I don't understand. And she was still crying every day because she was depressed and will not understanding why she has everything and her friends telling her, we don't understand. You have everything. Why are you depressed? You supposed to be happy. And that's the problem here. Sometimes you're not happy because it's inside of your head. It's there's a lot of people who are depressed. Listen, I know somebody, he was the son of a president. His father had billions of dollars and he still killed himself because he was depressed and he had all the money in the world. It had nothing to do with that. It was in his head. He needed help and people in Congo were telling him, ah, get over it. Like, because you know, in Africa, that mental health conversation is still, what are you talking about? Like, you see, you're not crazy, etc. And we hear with somebody who suffers and maybe he's an antisocial person and has these, all these feelings inside and, and she, she married the wrong guy. She knows it. But you know, I was with the wrong girl. And I remember um, I remember being at home with my ex and she's telling me, why are you with me? And me, I'm like, what kind of question is that? I'm with you because I love you. I'm... And she's like, yeah, but you don't need me. And me, I was like, what do you mean I don't need you? Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't have money. I don't have this. I don't have a job. I'm not doing anything. I'm, I don't, I'm not helping you pay the rent. And me, I'm like, listen, I was raised uh, Bantu style. My job as a man is to pay the rent. So... I don't see what's the problem of you not paying the rent. And she was like, yeah, but I mean, so what am I, what am I here for? And I was like, you're here to love me. That's all I need from you. I just need to be loved. I just need when I get home to, to be loved. And the cap, the chaos is outside. When I'm inside, I just want peace and yeah, everything else. Yeah. You can have it. I, I have money. And she was creating problems all the time. All the time. She was creating issues out of nowhere. And I remember I was telling her all the time, hey, listen, some kids are not eating. Some, some kids don't have food. And you're talking to me about things that are esoteric. 
and it took me years before understanding that I could not do more than what I did already for her. And either I would have to accept being with somebody that would just have these emotional roller coaster with or without me. And either you just accept it or you move on. And I decided, you know what? I'm moving on because I can't. It was starting to wear on me. Then when I got with my ex after that one, it was even worse. It was somebody that was bipolar. And sometimes I was the best person on earth. And sometimes I ruined her life. And it would just go from one to the other for no reason. And in the beginning, you are trying to do everything for that person to feel happy with you. And then the more you invest in that relationship, the more you lose yourself in it. And the less, the more you see the time you spent, the less you want to have spent that time for nothing. So you invest more because you believe that your ego believes that you are going to be able to fix that person. And after three years, you start realizing that there's nothing you can do. You can be a great friend. You can, you can be somebody you listen, but when people are mentally, uh, unhealthy, unless you have a license in uh, psychology and, and you, you, you understand how these things works, the, 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 the borderline personality disorders and, and all the different things, unless you know exactly what you are dealing with, it starts making you more unhappy than happy. And two years ago, Will Smith told that story where she was always sad and then he organized her birthday, made this gigantic thing and then um when he made her the surprise she started crying or she was angry and she said i don't want all that and that's when he was pissed because i believe that he built and she said it he built his this life for himself because he know he knew what he wanted for himself from the get-go and she also knew maybe she didn't know what she wanted and maybe she thought that this is what she wanted and then she invested in it and at a point maybe she was like ah, i'm still not happy and then will at a point told her listen you have to do what makes you happy because it's not me it's not me. I'm realizing that I'm living my life for me. I'm doing my. I'm actually doing everything I can to try to make you happy, but I'm actually not doing the right things because you are looking. And there's something she said in that interview that was very interesting. She was telling him. It's not about the cars. It's not about the money. It's not about the traveling. 
I want a deep connection with somebody. That's what I believe is what's going to make me whole in a relationship. But in reality, I don't even, I don't even believe that this guy was capable of having that with her. And she probably, when I look at my ex, she's not the person that is good for a relationship because you can have the deepest, deepest relationship with her, but at a point she just switches on you. And then you realize that all these things you've been doing is hurting you more and it's hurting both of you. I believe that Will, I wouldn't say he's selfish. I just believe that from the beginning, what he wanted to be was larger than life. It was wanting to be this big actor. He wanted like the accolades, the money, all that, those things. And when you were in like this, you have to find the right woman for that. Let me tell you a little bit before I read your comments. Let me tell you a little bit about my, why I am with my wife. Um, I met women like my wife before. And back in the days, to me, they were boring. When I was like, all around the world having different girls and just these seven girls and you know when i was all around the world living my life and being single whenever i met those girls they wanted to have uh they wanted to create something with me i was like nah nah nah, nah. i'm not here to create something i like you but eh, you're a little boring but then i met my last ex-girlfriend and then it really burnt me to realize oh listen i had yeah i had the, she had the looks she had um physically she was everything i wanted but then she was so unstable mentally that it took me to the spiral with her to the spiral of depression and when i got out of that i was like Oh, I never want to be with somebody like this. And that's when I start realizing that, okay, either I'm going to go back to having fun or hopefully I will meet somebody like my ex from, like I have two exes that are the types like my wife that were raised like my mother that have this, like, listen, you know, these, you know, the different type of people you meet. And I really had to ask myself, okay, what do you want from life? Like when I met my wife after two weeks, I was like, oh, she's different. Maybe, maybe this is serious. Like I knew after two weeks, I was like, she's different. Conflict resolution, she's different. She talks. Um, and listen, she's not an easy person. She's antisocial. She, she's aggressive sometimes. But she was raised the way that works with 
what I have to offer. And I believe that the tale of Will Smith and Jada is really the tale of marrying the wrong person. And it's not just Will marrying the wrong person. It is Jada as well marrying the wrong person that is not compatible with what you want from life. I believe that both of them are better as friends, life partners, whatever they found that works for them and where both of them are free. And the only problem is that, yeah, I mean, one of them decided to just um, make all these public, but I know that if I was not, if I didn't meet my my ex from 12 years ago, I probably will not be appreciative of my wife the way I am today. Because I know what it is on the other side and I know what is wrong for me. And when you are like me, and you are a provider and you you want to create a, a, a safe space where you have a big house, where you have your family and they don't have to pay for nothing and you take care of everything. You have to find the right person for that. You have to find a person that is able to, to accept that role and not to feel because it happens sometimes. You are with somebody, they enjoy being in this position where they don't have to pay for nothing, but after a point, maybe they have friends that are independent women and stuff, and then they start feeling away. They start feeling away because they want to be independent as well, or they're bored in the house. And this is where culture is important. When you have when you have the right culture, it has to be compatible. Sometimes, listen, people from different culture, it works. But especially for us who were born and raised in Africa and who have a certain example of how the man has to be and the woman has to be and everybody's role. When we arrive in Europe, sometimes, we, of course, we change because of being in Europe or being in the US. but you have to be with the right person for what you want to offer. And listen, when she tells her story and like all the stuff that happened to her and uh, the drug dealer's story or her past and all that stuff, she's not, she was never the right person for Will. And Will was never the right person for her. She really wanted that that deep connection she has with Tupac. That's what she wanted. And she really thought that she found that in Will, but there was some differences that made her realize, I'm not happy here. And listen, the worst feeling you can have, and I've been there, the worst feeling you can have is to be with somebody 
who is not appreciative of everything you're giving. But if you look at it from the other side, it's also a horrible feeling to have somebody who believes that what is giving you is what you need when you need exactly something else that is not material. You need something else that is a connection that maybe you'll find once or twice in life. And maybe that connection doesn't even exist because I don't believe that there's another half somewhere. I believe that you have to make yourself happy and then you can be happy with other people. But that's me. Other people, they believe that they have to find that other person, that other elf. And listen, I, I think you should all go watch that interview and listen to her, not thinking she's a liar, not thinking whatever, whatever. Just listen to her experience and the way she views the world. Maybe because I've been with a few girls like her that I understand where she comes from because I had long conversation with them. And I also have some friends that are like this, that I have conversations with. Um, and maybe because of that, I can have um, a different point of view and listen to her with uh, not being polluted with what the internet thinks. Because the internet already decide that Oh, she's making will uncomfortable, etc. And to finish my dissertation before I listen to your um, comments and check out, I want to show you something that is interesting. Let me go to Instagram. Oh, shit. What is this? Yeah, I heard that the kids are starting to say that they are tired. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a problem, too. <laughs> Uh, let me see um, Will Smith on Instagram. He posted something that's very interesting. While everybody was uh, while everybody was uh, obsessed with thinking for him and defending him as if he's a kid that needs to be defended. Uh, he posted something very interesting. So, so that's one when she, everybody was talking about her. He posted that. Him, notifications off. Fun fact about me, I can take a nap almost anywhere. And he's there on a boat going somewhere and he doesn't care about all of y'all. And look who's the pinned comment. That's what nobody saw. She's the first to comment and he pinned. You cannot see on the desktop, but on, on, the, on your phone, you can see that. He pinned her comment where she's laughing. And that's what people don't see. And then she, he put this. This is my official statement about the whole thing. I think that and boom. I'm living life and I don't, 
I don't understand why all you guys are making our lives as celebrities so important for you. And that's why I'm team nobody. These are two people who realize that when it comes to love, they were not the right one for each other. It doesn't mean that they don't love each other, but they don't love each other in the way you think. But Will doesn't believe in divorce. And because he doesn't believe in divorce, he prefers staying married. And maybe it's all right for her as well. And maybe not. Maybe she wants, she's realizing, maybe she's going to realize at a point, I need to really separate myself and, and even if it hurts our business, or maybe he will be enough is enough. Or maybe they find like this, maybe they find the balance or maybe not. Maybe they are still figuring it out in front of us. And it's even harder when you are, you are a celebrity. You know, sometimes I'm thinking, okay, what if, what if my wife gets tired of me or I get tired of her or we both get tired of each other? And we are in the public eye where everybody is all oh, couples goal, et cetera, et cetera. How do we do? But then I realize I'm not married for people. If, if it's over one day, it's over. The opinions of strangers will not matter to me. I will just be like, Hey, listen, I, I, I'm not going to announce anything. We're just going to continue raising our children and, and move on slowly and heal. Uh, and one day people will realize that we're not together for whatever reason. But I know too that I don't believe in getting married 1,000 times. I will not get married two times. Uh, that's going to be the first and last for me. And... I'm, I think a lot of people are looking at this story for, from their point of view and maybe because I'm a celebrity, uh, in Africa and Europe and in my own way, I can also see the point of view a little differently where you have all these people who believe that they are invested in your relationship. And listen, sometimes people send me comments about raising my kids or, or my, my wife. Or, and I'm like, who the fuck you think, who the fuck made you believe that I need your opinion? You know, my mom, you know, my brother, you know, my, you know, look, whoa. But some people, they would come out of nowhere telling you, oh, you should do this or whatever. Or, hey, why you let... And you're like, wait a minute. Are we family? And, 
And listen, I don't understand why people are invested in the life of celebrities this way. Be invested in the art, in the music, in... It doesn't mean that you have to be invested in my life or that my opinion on something that has nothing to do with music should matter to you or should be conflated with my music. Listen, sometimes I say something in politics on Twitter and somebody replies to me, yeah, oh my God, you should never meet your heroes. Oh, if I knew that you were such a XYZ because you believe a different thing than me on politics, I'm like, I'm not listening to your music again. I'm like, go ahead, stupid. Listen, it's not because you love my music that we have to agree on politics. I have the right to have my own opinion and you yours. But you have all these generations of fans that believe that Will Smith is their brother and Jada is their enemy. Where I'm like, why do you give a fuck? Why? Like, what about your life? Are you perfect? Do you pray every day? Did you ever cheat on somebody? Like you guys are all talking online as if you never cheated on nobody. As if you all some clean little angels. Listen, I know she's giving us too much information, but we don't have to Take it to heart the way we are taking it to heart and say, yeah, but we love Will. Now nah, listen, it's not your life. It's their life. <sighs> anyway, it is what it is. <sighs> Sabrina is saying, poor Will Smith. Dalia is saying, I'm team nobody, Bazabatan. <laughs> you crazy. DJ Soyadora is saying, it's too much drama with WNJ. It's all distractions. Mm -hmm. Julie is saying, même, si, même Will Smith, je suis fan, mais je ne le comprends pas trop. Je pense qu'il est trop gentil. Il aurait dû la quitter depuis un moment. Elle ruine la carrière et la réputation de Will. Dalai saying I'm team Chris. Uh, Emery saying I'm tired of listening to Jada. Then watch something else. You know, I'm tired. Listen, I was looking at my, my YouTube, right? Let me show you. I just went to my YouTube today. I don't know if it's the same on the screen. Let me see. Uh, and I was watching my YouTube and he was talking about, okay, look, Jada, the war in the Middle East, uh, again, Middle East, uh, and then the gender wars. And then again, the Middle East, siding with stuff and and then i was like as always i just think i watched 
too much of that shit. And now YouTube, the algorithm is showing me more of that shit. And before this starts to um, mentally affect me, I'm just gonna, gonna stop watching. Every time I'm gonna see a video about those things, I'm not gonna watch them until their algorithm understands that I'm tired of that whole conversation where everybody's trying to to push you in one direction or the other or tell you that you have to either choose one side or the other. Because as always, when my people die in Congo, I don't see that med mediatic craziness. So you know what? Fuck all y'all. So at a point is the same thing here. We don't have to be so, yeah, she has a book to sell. So of course she's going to do the press runs just like he did his press run two years ago. And we can watch, we can be curious, but we don't have to be invested that much. Urban Street Spot is saying she did one with her spiritual one, spiritual advisor as well. Jay Shady. Spiritual advisor. I don't have one. I should be one. Thank you, Julie. Nothing will help. Listen. It is. Sabrina is saying, "Il est trop gentil et en profite." J'aime pas cette femme. Eh well, I don't know her, so I'm not gonna, you know. She has serious mental issues. Is saying Dalia. I think she says it in that interview that I was uh, I saw. Emery saying she likes thug guys. <sighs> Always stay away from toxic people, says Sabrina. Yeah. Urban Sweet Spot is saying happiness is something you have to work on. That is what people don't know. Yes, indeed. Um, she's not letting go though. And when they first married, she didn't present this at all. She was all about will publicly. Yeah. You know, listen, when you're in relationship with somebody for a long time, uh, it might work for a long time and then it stops working. <laughs> listen. We all been there. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it stops working after a point. Um, and maybe, yeah, listen, she was really trying and now she, you know, they realize that it's not working. Oops. I was trying to take a screenshot of one, one, one.
Thanks, Lily. My mom says that as well. Uh, DJ Sonia Dar is saying, AK Shah, I admire how open you are to talk about your relationship. It's not, a, it's not an easy task. You know, when a relationship ends, um, the first thing I do is go back to the whole relationship and try to understand if I knew how it would end from the beginning. And most of the time, I know. Um, the first time I had a serious conversation with my ex-girlfriend, I asked her, what is your worst uh, defect? If What is like one thing about you that you don't like? And she replied to me, I'm selfish. And... I should have been like, yo, <laughs> but listen, she was so beautiful. I was like, ah, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh, listen. <laughs> From the first month, I should have been out of that relationship. But listen, I just kept going in. Emery saying, don't buy Jada's book. Well, listen, there might be some stuff to learn in there. Malcolm Beast, what up? After the listening session of all the next remixes, Malcolm Beast, you have to do the new remix. Stop, stop disrespecting me. Um, <laughs> my boy, Malcolm Beats. Um, Julie saying, Drill Camp is saying, I like your overview and I think I should listen to your relationship advices. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, you? <laughs> no comments. I have some voice notes here. <laughs> yeah, I should. You should, maybe. I mean, yeah, we should do a relationship advices with Keisha. But hey. Anyway. I mean, entertainment is something. Oh, and now you know there's a new book coming. Britney Spears is arriving with her book and yo <laughs> oh lord now she's the one trending because she just announced that she was pregnant with Justin Timberlake's son oh lord that's the next one this is the next one with her book oh lord oh, listen Ugh. Oh Lord. Uh. But look, when she did her book, look who's there. Will is there. The Bibendomi is there. In there is her son. The mom is there. 
listen, me, something, listen, she called her mom by her, her name. Listen, people who don't call their mom, mom, there's already a problem there. Somebody who's in the house dressed like this is another problem. I mean, nobody wants to say it, but the only kid that dressed normal in, the, in, normal in this family is the first one, Trey. I mean, her sister, uh, the, Willow is starting to, to become a normal kid, I guess it feels like. Jada is okay with being misunderstood. People hate her. Why do you hate her? Damn, she's all over the internet. Uh, 50 cents. doesn't care he doesn't care at all Ugh. anyway I'm in my dating phase that's okay you should be in the church this is where you should be uh, anyway listen if you enjoyed our conversation make sure you put your rainbows in the chat Shout out, gang. I hope you had a great time with me. Uh, we've been on normal time this time. Normally, we should be. I should have started at 10.30, but I was late tonight because I was outside. Uh, but yeah, listen. Sunday, I will talk to you about uh, virtual reality. Uh, and yeah, listen. I believe that jada is going through her healing journey and she might be a little selfish and it's okay let them be but yeah listen i'm gonna have to uh maybe i will do a listening session of the remixes the latest remix that are released or i will talk about virtual reality uh, because of a series that I, that I saw that was very interesting. We'll see how it goes. Anyway, this show is brought to you by Shadowware, Gods of Good Fortune. I hope uh, everybody enjoyed it. And I'm going to leave you with... Uh, what can I... Oh, I'm going to play you a track called Sad Ky Cowboy Sound. Sad Cowboy Song. Uh, it's a beat that I did uh, oof, probably in 2002, I guess. And uh, enjoy. See you when I see you, Shadow Gang. <laughs>